Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father, we truly thank you for all the many blessings you've poured upon us all throughout this day. Now the awesome opportunity once again to get back in your word. We truly thank you for it. As we pray in Jesus' precious holy name, amen. Continuing our Bible study of made to Z in the word judgment, if you will turn to book of Daniel, in Daniel chapter 4. And I know the timeline setting of Daniel is during the captivity period when the children of Israel are captive in Babylon, King Nebuchadnezzar being the one who led the invasion and the destruction and the captivity in Jerusalem and taking in the captives, Daniel being one of them. And there was a dream that Nebuchadnezzar had concerning a judgment that was going to come upon him for his pride and his arrogance. And Daniel speaks to him about that. And we see here in Daniel chapter 4, picking it up in verse 28, where it reads, All this came upon the king Nebuchadnezzar. Now, the all this was the what he had dreamed would occur. And he goes into the explanation of it here. At the end of twelve months, he walked in the palace of the kingdom of Babylon. The king spake and said, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom of, by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty? the arrogance that he had, the pride being displayed in that statement, and now the fulfilling of the prophecy, the dream that he was given that Daniel interpreted, begins. Verse 31, While the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O King Nebuchadnezzar, to thee it is spoken, the kingdom is departed from thee. And they shall drive thee from men, and they, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee, until thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whomsoever he will. Now the seven times is being interpreted and was fulfilled as seven years. So for seven years he became in, in this state of craziness, basically. And in the fields, eating with the flocks and so forth, as it continues. The same hour was the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar, and he was driven from men and did eat grass as oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hairs were grown like eagles' feathers and his nails like birds' claws. And at the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes unto heaven, and mine understanding returned unto me, and I blessed the Most High. And I praised and honored him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, 
and his kingdom is from generation to generation. So it's understood here that at the moment when this seven years was fulfilled, Nebuchadnezzar came to his senses and evidence of him accepting and believing in the Lord. Verse 35, And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? At the same time my reason returned unto me, and for the glory of my kingdom mine honor and brightness returned unto me, and my counselors and my lords sought unto me, and I was established in my kingdom, and excellent majesty was added unto me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of heaven, all whose works are truth and his ways judgment, and those that walk in pride he is able to abase. Acknowledging God, who He is, trusting in God, acknowledging Him and praising Him, basically, and pointing out that His judgments are truth. He went through the judgments. He honored the Lord at the end of that, came to His senses, and made a very profound statement for such a powerful leader as he was. All right, now go on over to Daniel chapter 7. And here we see a dream of Daniel himself having and speaking of the various kingdoms that would be from that period all the way to the future, all the way into the Millennial Kingdom. I won't get into much detail on this because it's quite in-depth, but let's read this and we can see some of the references to the judgments that we look back and see that have been fulfilled and the judgments that yet are in the future for us that will be fulfilled, even into the Tribulation time and eventually into the Millennial period. In Daniel chapter 7. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon. Now this Belshazzar was the son of Nebuchadnezzar who took over after Nebuchadnezzar. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heaven strove upon the great sea, and four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second like to a bear, and it raised up itself on one side, and it had three ribs in the mouth of it 
between the teeth of it, and they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. After this I beheld, and lo, another like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl, and the beast had four, also four heads, and dominion was given to it. After this I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth, it devoured and brake in pieces, and stamped the residue with the feet of it, and it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. I considered the horns, and behold, there came up upon them another little horn, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots, and behold, it in this horn were eyes like the eyes of man, and a mouth speaking great things. Now this little horn is actually speaking of the Antichrist that will be the leader in the last days, of course, during the tribulation time. All right, let's look at these beasts here. The first one that he mentioned, the lion, which would have been King Nebuchadnezzar and and the Babylonian Empire. And after that, we see the bear, which represents the, the Medes and the Persians, which come in and, and take over the Babylonian region and area and conquer much of that. The leopard represents Greece, and then the fourth beast represents the Roman Empire. And then, as we said, the little horn, part of that Roman Empire, is actually speaking of the Antichrist. I continue here in verse 9. I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the Ancient of Days did it, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool, his throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands, thousand thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set and the books were open. Ancient of Days, God, Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, Judgment Day is what he's speaking of here, and the judgments that were at the end of the tribulation time where he divided the sheep from the goats. And I beheld them because the voice of the great words which the horn spake, I beheld even till the beast was slain, and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. Of course, you know the Antichrist and the false prophet are cast into the lake of fire. As concerning the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and time. I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven, and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion and glory 
and a kingdom that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Talking about the millennial kingdom. I, Daniel, was grieved in my spirit in the midst of my body, and the visions of my head troubled me. Troubling the events that are going to be taking place that Daniel was looking at, most of which we look back at, except these that are speaking of the tribulation time and the millennial kingdom that are before, that are in front of us, that we have yet to see fulfilled, but will be fulfilled in detail, just like he fulfilled all these others. I came near unto one of them that stood by and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me and made me know the interpretation of the things. These great beasts which are four are four kings which shall rise out of the earth, but the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. Then I would know the truth of the four beasts which was diverse from all the others, exceeding dreadful whose teeth were of iron and his nails of brass, which devoured, break in pieces, and stamped the residue with his feet, and of the ten horns that were in his head, and of the other which came up, and before whom three fell, even of that horn that was, that had eyes and a mouth that spake very great things, whose look was more stout than his fellows. I beheld, and the same horn made war with the saints, and prevailed against them. Until the Ancient of Days came, and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High, and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Here he's talking about what's happening at the tribulation time, and then rolling into the millennial kingdom. Thus he said, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. And the ten horns out of this kingdom are ten kings that shall rise, and another shall rise after them, and he shall be diverse from the first, and he shall subdue three kings. And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws, and they shall be given into his hand until a time and a times and a dividing of times. This time and a time and a dividing of the times is the three and a half years of the first half of the seven-year tribulation. But the judgment shall sit, and they shall take away his dominion, and consume, and to destroy it unto the end." And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominion shall serve and obey him. Beginning of the Millennial Kingdom Hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my Congregations much troubled me, and my countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart. Concerned about all this, of course, and given to him so long ago, and fulfilled all that right up to what we are at the brink of the final fulfilling of this 
judgment of the tribulation time and rolling into the millennial kingdom. And this dominion forever is the dominion of Jesus Christ from the millennial kingdom right into the eternal state. All right, now go on over to Amos. And Amos here, being a prophet, it was given some warnings to the children of Israel and concerning the judgments that would come to them if they didn't change their ways that we look back at in the history. And we see here in Amos chapter 5, Hear ye this word which I take up against you, even a lamentation, O house of Israel. The virgin of Israel is fallen. She shall no more rise. She is forsaken upon her land. There is none to rise her up. For thus saith the Lord God, The city that went out by a thousand shall leave an hundred, and that which went forth by an hundred shall leave ten to the house of Israel. For thus saith the Lord unto the house of Israel, Seek ye me, and ye shall live. But seek not Bethel, nor enter into Gilgal, and pass not to Beersheba. For Gilgal shall surely go into captivity, and Bethel shall come to naught. Seek the Lord, and ye shall live, lest ye break out like fire in the house of Joseph, and devour it, and there be none to quench it in Bethel. Ye who turn judgment to wormwood, and leave off righteousness in the earth, seek him that maketh the seven stars, and Orion, and turneth the shadow of death into the morning, and maketh the day dark with night, that calleth for the waters of the sea, and poureth them out upon the face of the earth, the Lord is his name, that strengtheneth the spoiled against the strong, so that the spoiled shall come against the fortress. They hate him that rebuketh in the gate, and they abhor him that speaketh uprightly. This is some warnings of his going to the leaders and talking about how they had turned judgment into wormwood, wormwood meaning bitterness. There were false judgments that were going on. There was corruption, bribes, and so forth. And a whole lot of, like what's going on right now. As it continues, For as much therefore as you are trading in upon the poor, and ye take from him burdens of wheat, ye have built houses of hewn stone, but ye shall not dwell in them. Ye have planted pleasant vineyards, but ye shall not drink wine of them. Stealing from the people, becoming filthy rich themselves. For I know your manifold transgressions and your mighty sins. They afflict the just, they take a bribe, and they turn aside the poor in the gate from their right. Therefore the prudent shall keep silence in that time for it is an evil time. Seek good and do not evil, that ye may live. And so the Lord, the God of hosts, shall be with you as ye have spoken. Hate the evil and love the good and establish judgment in the gate. It may be that the Lord God of hosts will be gracious unto the remnant of Joseph. It's interesting you go back and look at these histories. You look at these behaviors of the leaders. They come in 
on the pretense that they want to serve and help the people, but they get greedy and selfish and they find ways to become filthy rich, turn against the people, and it's all about themselves, self-fulfillment. The selfishness of that, the greediness of that, and we surely see a lot of that going on. As it continues, verse 16, Therefore the Lord, the God of hosts, the Lord saith thus, Wailing shall be in all streets, and they shall say in all the highways, Alas, alas, and they shall call the husbandmen to mourning, and such as are skillful of lamentation to wailing. And in all vineyards shall be wailing, for I will pass through thee, saith the Lord. Woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. To what end is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light. As if a man did flee from the lion, and a bear met him, or went into the house, and leaned his hand on the wall, and a serpent bit him. Shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light, even very dark, and no brightness in it? I hate, I despise your feast days, and I will not smell in your solemn assemblies. Speaking about the hypocrites, Speaking about those as, yeah, no problem. We're looking forward to the last days, but yet they are selfish. They are not truly born again. They are going to be judged according to their ways. Though ye offer me burnt offerings and your meat offerings, I will not accept them, neither will I regard the peace offerings of your fat beast. Take thou... Away from me the noise of thy songs, for I will not hear the melody of thy vows. But let judgment run down as waters, and righteousness as a mighty stream. Have ye offered unto me sacrifices and offerings in the wilderness forty years, O house of Israel? But ye have borne the tabernacle of Moloch, and Chiam your images, the star of your God, which ye made to yourselves, pointing out their hypocrisy, saying that they love the Lord, trust the Lord, going through the rituals, going through the motions, pretense of it, but deep inside they were not believers. They still trusted in their own ways. They still trusted in their own gods that they had crafted. They still trust in the paganism. Therefore will I cause you to go into captivity beyond Damascus, saith the Lord, whose name is the God of hosts. Saying they go into that captivity, into the Babylonian captivity for 70 years. Judgments, accountability. And that's what we see through this whole study. The histories of the misbehaving, the selfish, greedy leaders... All right, let's roll right on into Micah, Micah chapter 3. Here he also once again speaks about the leaders. In Micah chapter 3, verse 1. And I said, Here I pray you, O heads of Jacob, and ye princes of the house of Israel, is it not for you to know judgment? Pointing out, the leaders should know truth, righteousness, judgment, justice. They're the ones that are taking the positions 
to organize and have a peaceful society and civilization, then they should know true judgment, judgment of the Lord. Who hate the good and love the evil, we clearly see that on display today. Who pluck off their skin from off them and their flesh from off their bones. Who also eat the flesh of my people and flay their skin from off them and they break their bones and chop them in pieces for as for the pot and as flesh within the cauldron describing in a very vivid way the consuming of the people devouring the people not literally cooking them and eating them but speaking of how they just become a supply for them. Just all about what they can get from the people. Then shall they cry unto the Lord, but he will not hear them. He will even hide his face from them at that time as they have behaved themselves ill in their doings. Thus saith the Lord concerning the prophets that make my people err, that bite with their teeth and cry, Peace he that putteth not into their mouths, they even prepare war against him. Therefore night shall be unto you, that ye shall not have a vision, and it shall be dark unto you, that ye shall not divine, and the sun shall go down over the prophets, and the day shall be dark over them. Then shall the seers be ashamed, and the diviners confounded. Yea, they shall all cover their lips for their is no answer of God. Getting into the religious leaders. She's not just the political leaders, not just the princes and the kings and so forth, but right on into the religious leaders that are supposed to know the truth judgments. But no, they had gotten greedy as well, as we see a lot of that going on today. Verse 8, But truly I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord, and of judgment, and of might, to declare unto Jacob his transgression, and to Israel his sin. Hear this, I pray you, ye heads of the house of Jacob, and princes of the house of Israel, that abhor judgment, and pervert all equity. They build up Zion with blood, and Jerusalem with iniquity. The heads thereof judge for reward. That's the key. They judge for reward. They pervert judgment for their own benefit. And the priests thereof teach for hire. The priests and the prophets. It's in the prophets thereof divine for money. Yet will they lean upon the Lord and say, Is not the Lord among us? None evil can come upon us. These that have gotten into the ministry for their own selfish gain. The filthy rich preachers, pastors, missionaries, social leaders, heads of organizations, the businessmen, the princes, the politicians, the kings, whatever it may be, whatever position, they get a little bit of authority. They twist things around for their own selfish gain. They do it for the money. But they're going to be held accountable. 
Verse 12, Therefore shall Zion for your sake be plowed as a field, and Jerusalem shall become heaps, and a mountain of the house as the high places of the forest. Very concerning when we see this. When we see these kind of behaviors, when we see this kind of behavior being performed right in front of us in this country, there's a lot of study about the last days and about the nations that will exist during the tribulation time. And there's no clear understanding of a prophecy that describes the existence of the United States in the last days. So it's got to make you wonder, will the destruction of the United States occur before the tribulation? Will there be no more a United States? Will it be devoured by another nation? Will it be consumed by another nation? Will it be destroyed after the rapture when we get into the Battle of Gog and Magog, which is triggered by the rapture, will that be the time that the United States is consumed and absorbed into another country? Or will it occur even before the rapture? We see the things that are going on in the world today, and it's very concerning. Are we on the brink of World War III, and the United States will be absorbed into another country, such as China or Russia or something else. Very concerning. We need to get things right. We need to get us some religious leaders that go by the Word of God instead of by their own Word that are in it for the Lord, not in it for themselves. We need to get some politicians that are supportive of true and righteous judgment, not greedy, selfish people that become multi-millionaires when they are in politics but I could just go on and on and all that but let's go ahead and close Lord Jesus and Heavenly Father we truly thank you for the true judgment that will come to be and help all of us seek that we thank you all so much for these studies as we pray in Jesus precious holy name Amen thank you all